On this episode of Resi Week, Sonos has a new channel focus, Cedia acquires the cinema designer, RTI partners with Pulse 8, and Vin Bruno is the new CEO of Reva. All this and more on this episode of Resi Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is Resi Week episode 135, Raising the Bar. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Chief, the global leader in commercial AV mounting solutions, and by Access Networks. Welcome to Resi Week. This is your weekly wrap-up of all the latest news and stories for the residential AV industry. I'm your host, Matt D. Scott for avnation.tv, and today I'm pleased to be joined by the one and only Mitchell Klein. He is the executive director of the Z-Wave Alliance. How are you, sir? Fabulous. Great to be here again, Matt. Always enjoy this. Thanks so much for coming. And uh, we have Ed McConaughey. He is the CEO of RTI. How are you, sir? I'm great today. Good to see you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We're going to kick today's show off with a story that I actually wrote um, about Sonos and their new dealer changes. Uh, If you've been following me on social, if you've read a couple of these articles, uh, last week I was in Boston with the good folks at Sonos to see some of their new initiatives and a couple new products, or a new product I should say, that they've brought out to directly address uh, essentially a lot of conversations, we'll say, uh, that have been going on between Sonos and the the CI channel or the installed solutions channel as they've taken to calling it. Mitch, I want to start with you on this one. Um, we've followed Sonos within the channel for really since they debuted. Uh, they have done, they've kind of been in and out of going to market through our channel, through retail, back to our channel, et cetera. There's, there's a history there. When you look at what they've announced this past week, some of the, you know, some of the products, some of the initiatives, have they done enough to really continue to grow that relationship within the channel? Or is this still not there yet? Oh, wow. Uh, first of all, hey, I was in Boston You're- too. Hmm. Anyway, uh- <laughs> I I didn't call him because I was on a very tight schedule. I'm sorry. That's what I apologize. I get it. It's okay. You don't forget me. It's fine. Truly, I'm not hurt. Um, I'll bring tissues to the show. Honestly, I have to say I'm really thrilled what what Sonos is doing on a couple of different levels. I mean, number one, I love the validation of the channel. It's something that you know over the last several years there's been cries of the channel's going to die, it's going to shrink. Now, CD has constantly said, no, look, our business is up, our members are up, you know, but now we're seeing a company like Sonos that's really done an amazingly great job of taking this audio stuff and putting it in to do it yourself in retail stores. And yet still their validation of what they came out with and the way they did it by going and meeting with all the different dealers around the country is awesome. And I think it has significant implications, positive implications for the channel. And of course for Ed and his team and for others that really do focus on, on the uh, integrated channel. Did they do doing too little too late? Absolutely not. Uh, I think it took them a while to get here, but I don't care. They got here and, and what they introduced is, is fabulous. 
Very good. And Mitch brought up a really good point that, you know, essentially some of the control options, some of the API things that they announced are going to obviously directly benefit your company, uh, but also benefit dealers. When you have a mainstream brand such as Sonos, who, again, has, has had their issues with APIs and control uh, with third-party control manufacturers, again, like a RTI, how important is it for, you know, kind of your customers and, and your, your business that these mainstream, incredibly popular uh, AV companies have open APIs and, and you know, large developer programs? Well, it's really important. Um, you know, there always are ways around closed APIs, but they can be awkward. They can be difficult to figure out. They're always subject to the changes and the whims, the technical whims of the, of the manufacturer. And so they're not always a sustainable um, solution, much less the best solution. And so when we have partnerships with uh, manufacturers, we're always much happier. It, it always works better. And in this case, Sonos has, uh, has opened up and, uh, and we've been working with them on the Works with Sonos uh, driver program. And uh, you'll be able to see uh, some of their new equipment in our booth. And we'll also be present in their uh, Sonos hideout uh, during the same time frame. So it's a, it's a very exciting uh, development. Uh, um, it's good when the kinds of things that the consuming public um, wants is available um, in ways that can be nicely integrated into the, into the solution. And having something that, uh, that's suited for the professional integrator, I think it just takes us up a whole nother notch. Very good. Yeah, um, Matt, as, as we look at this yeah. you know, going forward, you know, Sonos went public. And there's another company with the number four on it that, that went public that has demonstrated that uh, the overall public market has a thirst for what they do for this channel. And I think this is the tip of the iceberg of what we're going to see from Sonos. And we can start speculating, but uh, you can see where I'm going with the thought. <laughs> Very much. Let me, let me ask either one of you. Uh, one quick follow-up on this. Reading, reading the comments, which as a, you know, someone who writes an article or, or covers an event, you never should read your own comments. Um, but because I did and I'm that kind of guy, reading some of our channel's responses, there really seems to be a, a large divide between people who are super pro this product uh, and some of these moves in people who are very, oh, no, it's not enough. I needed all of this other stuff. Does that kind of conversation, does that, is that a true representation of the, the large or the occasionally uh, seemingly large divide within the community of the ultra high end versus the middle of the road? Or am I reading too much into this? Uh, I think you're reading a lot into it, and I think a lot of the dealers don't truly understand what it takes to get products into the marketplace from the time you say, hey, let's do it, to the time you do it. And if you look at Sonos's track record, that they're going to put a product out there that's going to have a very long life cycle, then you're very careful about just simply jumping in and throwing things out there. Um, I know from personal experience, having spent a bit of time with the Sonos folks years ago, that an API, an official API was on their list for quite some time. But you don't just 
do it and throw it out there. And I know Ed's worked with them, so probably have a little bit more insight into the specifics of it. But I think those dealers that say, hey, you know, I need this and this, and you didn't do this and this, they just don't understand the process of what it's going to take to get some really solid stuff out there. And I know Ed can speak to that too. Very good. I would. And I think the only thing that would make them scream louder than it, why isn't it here yet? Or why can't it do everything I want it to do? The only thing that would make them squeak louder than that would be if what was launched didn't work and the, dealer, and the dealers would have problems with it. Um, it, it, it doesn't take very many uh, bad tastes to wipe out a whole bunch of good feeling. Very good. All right, gentlemen, let's move on to our next story of the day. This comes to us from Residential Systems. Cedia has acquired the Cinema Designer. If you don't know what the Cinema Designer, which is now being rebranded as the Cedia Designer, uh, it, it was a piece of software created by Guy, Guy Singleton and his team. Uh, it launched back in 2016. Uh, essentially, it is a uh, design tool. You go online, you put in the the, the specs for your room that you're trying to create. You start to select uh, the manufacturers or the products that you're looking for. And this does the majority of the complex math for you and gives you a really nice render uh, so that you can go in and present that to your clients. Ed, I want to start with you on this one. Um, this has been a, a very well-received piece of software uh, within the market. It's something that everyone I know who's either paid to use it or done a demo of it really just loves this thing. It allows you to put together essentially a, a true cinema or media room proposal incredibly quickly. What does this mean to your average CD member to now have access to, uh, again, the entry level of this uh, included with their, their membership benefit? What does it mean to them from a, from a business standpoint? I think a tool like this can uh, democratize the space um, not all integrators, not all dealers have equal skills in in the market and the sales and promotion kinds of activities to their customers. There are some who are clearly very talented and do a nice job, but there are a large number of smallish firms that don't have the resources, maybe haven't had the background. And so I think anytime um, we can come up with the kinds of tools that would give uh, an integrator uh, a more professional look, uh, a better ability to communicate with the customer, um, actually create a better understanding of what the job requirements are and how you're gonna deliver on it. I think those kinds of things can result in um, a, a, uh, a quicker sale, maybe more sales. And ultimately, if that understanding um, is clearer about what the outcomes are going to be because there are pictures and very clear descriptions of what's going to happen, I think we can end up with a happier result. Customers aren't going to be as surprised by what they got or didn't get. Very good. Mitch, Ed mentioned a couple really good things, and we kind of had a pre-show conversation a little bit about this. Um, he mentioned that this kind of can, to a degree, you know, level the playing field. Uh, if, if you're a firm that maybe doesn't have a dedicated designer and the resources to always create this manually, this gives you the opportunity to do that. On the flip side, there may be people who say, well, you don't really understand what is going into this. You just entered stuff into a program and all of a sudden you have a result. Is it something that is going to 
make competition easier, harder? Like normally I would say that this will allow CD members to differentiate really easily uh, with people who aren't CD members. What does it mean for CD members who maybe are both CD members competing on the same bed? I think you answered it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, just because you have the software doesn't mean you can walk the walk. Okay, you can talk it, but it doesn't mean you can walk it. Um, my feeling is those who use it will have a better chance of success, like Ed said, of delivering a positive end result. Much better than not having it. And if I'm a company that has my own designers and I'm competing with someone else who just launches a software, if I can't differentiate myself because he's got software and I got people, then, you know, maybe I should just get rid of the people and just do the software. So really, it's not, it's not because you have software you can compete with me. It's not. What it says is because you have software, you can do a better job. And I think that's the bottom line. And it raises the bar for the deliverables for Cedia. It addresses that, that high end. It gives everyone a good experience. And I'd love to see more software like that coming out. Very good. Mitch, Mitch makes a good point. I think that um, there are a lot of tools in the marketplace, programs, uh, design tools, other kinds of, of technologies that enable people to, to speed up or supplement the work they're doing. But ultimately, there's no substitute for the human brain and the ingenuity and the creativeness of that, of that uh, designer or programmer. And ultimately, I think that uh, homeowners and business owners who want to have office and home automation systems uh, also want uh, an interesting solution, a customization, um, um, a creative capability that represents their home, their personality, their whatever. And so even if you have a tool like Cinema Designer, um, to really differentiate, differentiate yourself as a dealer, to really push your brand forward, you've got to figure out ways to add your own personal touch, your own creativity to it. Mm -hmm. It isn't really all stick it in and it comes out. There's really a talent to be used there. Very good. All right, gentlemen, let's go to our next story of the day. This comes to us from the AV Network. Uh, RTI and Pulse 8 have formed a strategic partnership and this is one of the things that makes me very happy that we have Ed here. Uh, essentially, if you don't know Pulsate, they are a developer of AV control and distribution systems based out of the UK. And this partnership will bring their video distribution tech uh, to essentially the Americas under the RTI brand. Ed, this is something that you, you guys at RTI have been doing uh, the last little bit. Um, one of the last times you and I talked, uh, you had brought in some commercial products that, again, are, are now under the brand and giving a lot of meeting room technology and, and things such as that mm -hmm. directly branded with, with RTI and, and made by RTI now. What is bringing in the Pulse 8 line of things due to your expanded product line and an offer for your dealers? Well, when we uh, rolled the AV line out in uh, January, we... We brought it with product that was available needs we could get to market in a timely manner. Um, but um, there were um, shortcomings with some of, some of that. When you're acquiring product and rebranding it, sometimes it looks like other people's products. Sometimes it doesn't have a, the tight integration you want. Sometimes it, it has issues. Maybe it's not as, as, uh, as advanced in the technology as you'd like it to be. 
And while we, we believe that we should surf the technology waves as they evolve, um, well, we believe that. And so um, we saw Pulse 8 as an interesting opportunity to do two things. One is to get off of one wave and get on the new wave. Um, uh, this Pulse 8 line of product is a very advanced uh, set of product uh, based upon all the latest standards and, and protocols, which was very interesting to us. So it was time to, it was already time to um, parts of our uh, video distribution uh, lineup. And this solves that, um, that need to modernize. The second thing that was very interesting to us is that the Pulse 8 line has um, very sophisticated diagnostics, monitoring, and uh, context-aware capabilities, which um, fit quite nicely into our RTIQ monitoring uh, software packages and our Apex um, programming um, software. And so the opportunities to come out of the gate with uh, tightly integrated software uh, um, was particularly interesting to us. And ultimately, going forward, I think it's the integration um, that's going to be the winner here. The technology is terrific, but the integration and uh, ease of programming is, is going to be terrific. Very good. Mitch, Ed brought up and, and really focused on the, the integration side and the diagnostic side. This is a trend that we continue to see. No one wants to, or, or integrators don't want to buy any box that they can't monitor, pull some form of information from specifically remotely. Are we to the stage where if you sell just a basic box, no one really wants to buy it if they can't get that diagnostic back from it? Yes. And there's, there's more, no, there's more to it than that. Um, so first of all, the, the term that I heard, and I've been seeing it more and more, is tight integration. And I think monitoring, yes, I, we'll get to that in a second. But the tight integration thing is the killer app, if you will. Uh, I'm seeing that with other brands as well. You know, we talked about APIs a little bit earlier. You know, that's okay. It's very limited and requires a lot of work on the part of the dealer more often than not, mm -hmm. which is better than writing a driver, which is better than not being able to do anything. So, you know, you kind of have your hierarchy, but the, the tight integration to me, that's the home run. And the fact that you can also now do diagnostics, you can get notifications and do monitoring, that's critical too. Um, it truly minimizes the most expensive piece that dealers are constantly wrestling with, with which is truck rolls and, and servicing. And so the more that they can address before ever having to roll a truck or send a technician is, is huge. And so, you know, I give a huge credit to RTI for setting this up. And again, we're seeing this across a lot of other brands as well. The tight integration, whether you acquire them or not, the fact is if it's tightly integrated and then you add on that monitoring capability, that's your home run right there. Very good. All right, gentlemen, let's go to our last story of the day and we'll, we'll kind of stay on the thread of home theaters and uh, things such as that. This comes to us from CE Pro. Vin Bruno was named or has been named the Reva CEO, the former Crestron exec and the former CEO of Cedia, uh, who had a, a stint with Alltech Pro, is now the uh, CEO for Reva. If you don't know Reva, they are a, a company that designs, again, theaters, um, and can provide you as an integrator with essentially a list of products and even supply your products if you don't have access to specific models and things such as that, so that you can have a turnkey, uh, very 
good looking, good quality, properly engineered uh, theater, specifically from the minds of uh, Theo. Um, Mitch, I want to start with you on this. We're seeing, again, a lot more of these service type firms uh, grow. We're seeing, you know, Reva has seemed to have some great success within the channel. What does it mean for, for dealers and, and integrators and people that are working with Reva uh, to, to see Vin come on as the CEO? Does it mean anything? I think it's very significant, and I'm thrilled to have Vin back in our channel again. Uh, I can make all kinds of jokes, but the bottom line is I'm, I'm really glad to have him back uh, into our channel because he has uh, always had this vision of addressing, building close relationship with the design-build community. And I think that's the big success for all CDM members, whether or not you're a Rave dealer. We all know that Vin is going to go out there and proselytize using the professional and whether or not it's a Rave cinema, which obviously that's his goal, or whether or not another CD dealer is going to come in is the fact that he's built a relationship or maybe brought some awareness to the fact that, hey, you know, you can hire a professional and get a much, much better end result. This is, this is big. And listen, I adore Theo Calamaracas. I think that there's a group of really, really talented people there. And hopefully you're doing business with them. But even if not, uh, Vin's return to the channel is a big win for everybody. Very good. Ed, I'll give you the last word on this. Vin is, you know, he's someone that just about everybody seems to know. Um, when you bring in, yeah, I, I hate to say, you know, a rock star or, or someone who has the caveat that Vin does, who has the resume that Vin does, does that give the, or, or does that continue to give the, the channel um, more credibility? Or is it just a bunch of us know Vin and we all like Vin, so we're all happy for Vin? Well, I don't know Vin, um, as it turns out. But okay, so not everybody knows Vin, but most people. There's, there's one. <laughs> but, then, okay. but, then, but then not very many people know me So there you go. Uh, I, I think, that, um, I think that, that anytime, I've got two observations about what we're talking about here, even if I don't know Vin. One, to answer your question specifically, I think that anytime somebody with um, industry credibility um, reinserts himself back into the industry or takes a, a, an important role in a segment of our industry, people pay attention. And uh, we're all looking for signals about the positive direction of the industry, of the market. We're all looking for, for what's working and what's not working as indicators of, of where the market's going to go and where we should be going next. And so I think this is, this is always something interesting and, and is a good sign um, for the industry. The second thing is just in terms of another question I thought I heard you ask, Matt, which has to do with service firms. I think this is a case where um, de um, dealers and integrators have, have learned over the years that they too have to specialize on the things that they're good at, finding customers, doing the physical work, whatever their specialty is. And they need, they need to look for people who can optimize um, their business. So um, programming for hire, um, network design for hire, um, room design for hire. These kinds of things I think will be increasingly important as part of the ecosphere for our, for our business. Very good. All right, gentlemen, let's leave it there. Uh, just before we close, I, I did want to ask both of you just collectively, uh, this is going to air the, the day before CD opens. Um, when this airs, I'll probably be in a press room dealing with some press release from someone. Um, with CD Around the Corner, this is going to be the first show 
that uh, Emerald Expositions is running completely and, and CD is not running. What are, you, what are you gentlemen looking forward to? What are you excited about? Uh, what's your feeling going into this show? Well, I'll start with that one if you'd like. I mean, I'm certainly very optimistic in terms of just even some of the small additions they've made this year just by putting a stage right, you know, right in the middle of the show floor. Um, being one that does a lot of different shows globally, I've seen this being done before, and it really does help to engage people as they're you know, touring the different booths, gives them reason to stay on the floor, and ultimately will hopefully make that third day something uh, you know, useful other than um, booth personnel getting a chance to see other booths. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really optimistic. I like the things they've done. Uh, may not be thrilled with some of the price increases, but I'll take that offline. Um, but the <laughs> fact that they're bringing in the design community, you know, we have talked about that. Uh, they have those relationships. They're bringing them in. They're doing some designer tours. I think it's just, again, a tip of that iceberg and really will give us some big wins in terms of uh, tightly connecting with some of the other parallel or intersecting industries. So, so far, so good. Excellent. I don't, I don't have anything to add to that other than the fact that um, I'm looking forward to a, to a great show, seeing uh, our distribution and dealer partners and uh, catching up with, uh, well, what are turning out to be old friends at this point. <laughs> I'm not that old, Ed. <laughs> no, but I am. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There. okay. Yeah. You're welcome. All right, gentlemen, uh, thanks again for, for having us. Mitch, if people want to connect with you, learn more about the Z-Wave Alliance, uh, stop by your booth at CD Expo, where can they do that? Where can they find you? You'll find us. We're booth 2715. We're on one of the main aisles. You'll find us. Uh, I can be reached, Mitch, at zwavealliance.org. There is a hyphen between Z and Wave. Or you can just simply tweet at me or follow me at Mitchell underscore Klein. And I look forward to seeing as many of you as possible uh, over the next week. Excellent. Ed, thanks so much for joining us today. If people want to connect with you, learn more about RTI, uh, all the new products, et cetera, or visit you on the show floor, where can they do that? Well, we're going to be in booth 2627, um, where we'll have a full line of product, including uh, some new remotes and uh, and oh, uh, yeah, tablets. I saw that. Um, uh, of course, you can always come see the uh, the new uh, RTI um, uh, AV gear. Uh, Mirror View will be there. Um, you can find us over in uh, Mitch's Z-Wave booth because we'll be on the interop wall. And as I mentioned, we'll have Ooh. Sonos in our booth, and we'll also have uh, be in the Sonos uh, um, hidden space. Um, so uh, we're looking forward to seeing uh, all of our friends, and uh, and I think it's going to be a terrific show. Excellent. All right. Thanks again for joining us. For myself, if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me at Matt D. Scott on Twitter and every other social platform. But more importantly, please stop by avianation.tv where you'll find this show as well as a wide variety of our other shows with all the verticals that we cover. When you visit the website, please take a moment to check out our underwriters. We are extremely thankful for their support and ask that you support them as well. Thanks again for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of Resi Week.